Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the CHGO Blackhawks podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download the app and use promo code CHGO when you sign up. I'm Jay Zawoski with Greg Boyson and Mario Tirabasi. We are here. We are showing you our legs. It's leg day. It is summer. Let's do this. It looks like I have no pants on. Should I just keep it that way and try to get slash lose viewers? We do have the Roman read today. So, Ooh, yeah. yeah. Let's see what happens. That, that That'll play, be exciting. That plays in nicely. We've got a lot to get to today. Before we do, make sure you smash that like button on YouTube. Make sure you are subscribed to our YouTube page as well. Podcast listeners, make sure you're following or subscribed on your favorite podcast app. Or, hey, download all the podcast apps and follow and subscribe on all of them because it helps us out big time, just like a five-star review helps us out. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, that's the place to do that. And those five-star reviews are very, very helpful. So uh, we had our post-game show end last night. Um, Hawks uh, upset the Penguins 5-2 in a game the Penguins had to have, and it, it did some damage to uh, the tank standings. And what we're going to do today, along with some other things, is kind of update you on what needs to happen in order for the Blackhawks to pick, uh, to have the best odds to pick number one to win the tank standings and get into some conversation around there. We're going to go around the league a little bit as well. So, fellas, we were talking before the show and I think I've got everything correct. So let's 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 hash it out right now. Here's what ne- what needs to happen. The current tank standings. Columbus is at the top. They've got 57 points and 24 wins in 80 games. Anaheim is second. They've got 58 points and 23 wins in 81 games. The Hawks are third with 58 points and 26 wins in 81 games. And the San Jose Sharks have 60 points and 22 wins in 80 games. The Hawks play the the Flyers tomorrow, last game of the year. The Blue Jackets have two games left, tomorrow versus Pittsburgh and against the Sabres on Friday. The Sharks play at Calgary tonight and at Edmonton tomorrow. The Hawks need one point from the Ducks and the Jackets to get two points total. And the Hawks must lose tomorrow in regulation for their shot at the best spot to win the tank standings. If the Hawks win... They could potentially far as fall as far as fourth based on wins versus San Jose. Yep. So there, there are your scenarios. Best thing that can happen for the Hawks, the Hawks have to lose to the Flyers. They need the Ducks to get a point. They need the Jackets to get two points over their last two games. If all those things happen, the Hawks will have the best shot at Connor Bedard. Yeah, that's all that they need. That's all. <laughs> yeah, and, and last night's game uh, did them – no favors, but I think 
you know, you, you look at it and they, the, the, the front office put a team together all season and especially after the trade deadline to put them in the best position to be in the, be at the bottom of the standings. And that's all that they could do. All Kyle Davidson could do was put together this team that on paper should be losing every game. The guys go out there and they play. Luke Richardson goes out there and the, and the coaching staff gets them ready to play. And then it's on the, it's on the players and it's on their opponents. So that we, we, we talked about it last night. The, the loss to the Penguins, was that was a Penguins problem. That was a clinching, potentially clinching scenario for them. Um, and they completely blew it against a team that they should have won. Um, you know, mentioned in, in the chat a couple times already, the, the, the wins against, you know, Boston and Calgary and stuff. Look, like those teams, if they want to, to be ready for the playoffs and, and get into the playoffs, which Calgary did not, uh, those are games you win. Those, and that's, the, that's their problem. And, and, and the Blackhawks have gone out, the players – uh, have have put together their best efforts, their best games. That's what they're supposed to do. You're never going to find a professional athlete that will says, "Hey, you know, next year when I don't have a contract, maybe this team will be really good. So maybe we should lose." Like no player will ever say no. that. So management did what they were supposed to do. The players did what they were supposed to do, and and now it's down to the final handful of games of the season. So this is the 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 best position that they uh, could be in given the way that the team was built. At the beginning of the year, if we said the Blackhawks are going to finish the season with 58 points, we'd be like, excellent. Yeah. That's probably going to be the yeah. worst record, the fewest points in the league. Because I think last year was Montreal, I think had 60 points, maybe? 56 it might have been. It wasn't a whole lot. Right. So. But if we said 58, that would have been great. We would, we would all have been for it. Yeah. Take our chances. Since the Blackhawks beat the Boston Bruins on March 13th, they're 2-11. and 11. They're, they're, They suck. Yeah. They're doing everything possible. They cannot control what the Ducks and the Blue Jackets are doing. And for saying, well, the Blue Jackets are doing everything to lose, the Blue Jackets have more points in the last 10 games than the Black, Blackhawks do. Yeah. Black, well, they have the same amount of points. They're 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 two six and two. The Blackhawks are two eight and two in the last ten. So enough. Uh, the anxiety. It's, I get it. You, you want to have the best shot at Counter Bedard. Even if you have the best shot at Counter Bedard, doesn't mean you're getting him. Things that are out of your control. This is something I've learned over my life in the last four years. Worry about the things that you can control. Worrying about what other people are doing or other teams are doing, it's just a waste of your time and energy because you yeah. have no control over it. The Blackhawks have set themselves up the best way possible to finish with the fewest amount of points this year. And they still may. Or they'll be second. Or they'll be third. They have six picks in the first two rounds this year. Adding into the fifth-rated prospect pool... Yes, Connor Bedard would be fantastic. If they don't get Connor Bedard, is, this, is the pool all of a sudden going to fall to 32nd? No, it's still going to be a top five pool. So, yeah, I get it. We want mm -hmm. Connor Bedard. Everybody here wants Connor Bedard or Adam Fantilli. They don't get him? Disappointing. Yes. 
end of the world? No. Yeah. You got a lot coming, and you got a lot more coming, and you've got a ton of picks this year. You've got a ton of picks next year. You've already got more, a ton of picks in 2025. It will be okay if you don't get number. It's not a lost season. You didn't trade, make all those trades just to get Counter Bedard. You made those trades so you can get maybe get Counter Bedard and a shit ton more. Right. So let's relax. Yeah. And even if the Hawks finish with the worst record in the league, the chances of them of not getting number one are still less, significantly more than if they were to get it. So I understand it guarantees top three. And that would be fantastic. But if it doesn't happen, it's still in the fate of the lotto balls. And none of us can control that. Right. So let's relax. We are, we're getting, giving ourselves gray hairs we don't need. We're taking years <laughs> off our life. It's going to be okay. Well, if, if it's a beautiful day outside. <laughs> Go outside and smell a flower. Smell it will flower. be okay. Yeah. Yeah. If, the, if there is someone who can control it, uh, like Gary Bettman, keep in mind that that person would very likely want that ball to land in the Blackhawks' favor. Yes. yes. Like, it would be good for everyone involved if the Hawks everyone's, get counter Everyone's wallets. It would yeah. be the best thing for the league. And there, I, there's some people saying they should have done more to assure they finished last. Like what? what? Andres like Anthony is your best forward. <laughs> you traded, what more do you want to do? You traded Patrick Kane, Max Domi, Jake McCabe, Sam Lafferty, uh, Alex Debrinkit before the year, Kirby Doc before the year. You sent down Lucas Reichel, who was your best performing forward since the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. You shut down Taylor Radish, who couldn't possibly play three more games. Oh, his body wow. was too ravaged yeah. to play three more games. You called up Buddy F. and Robinson, who now has three points in his last two games. Like, what more do you want them to do? Right. And this concept of, like, call up a rookie goalie and start Anton Hudobin, you can't do that. You can't just, like, tell right. the team that has played their ass off for you for 82 games, like, sorry, fellas, you're going to sit tonight because yeah. we want to lose on purpose. That is how you ruin a culture. That is how you piss off a room full of prideful yeah. guys that have played hard and worked hard all year. If I was in that locker room, I'd be like, F that. No. Right. Absolutely not. That's yeah. not happening. Yeah, I mean, that's you, you could do that, but then you, you lose a lot of uh you know, you lose a lot of the the relationship building that you have made with, you know, as as Kyle Davidson, as Luke Richardson. Like you lose a lot of the credibility that you have with with the team and with with the players, uh, and and honestly, like if if any team uh, player outside the organization saw that and they'd be like, well, if we're not good ne- next year and I'm playing well, am I going to be sat? Am I going to be traded? Like it's 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 not the not the look that you want to go with. So yeah, I mean, it's like I said, like at, like and like Greg said, like everything that everyone could control. They controlled. Front office put together a team that was not going to win a lot of games. Players put together efforts that won them some games that they shouldn't have, and and that's really, like that's what you ask of players is to go out and, and play your best. And and it, that's the the idea that you know they should have played all their rookies. It should have just been all ice hogs this year. It doesn't. That doesn't. So, we can, so it can ruin more development. Yeah, so it's right. So you ruin some kids. You, you, yeah. All we've said up for more. the last ten years is we don't know how to develop anybody. We're starting to develop people, and you want them up here yeah. so you can lose a game in April. Blow it out your ass. Well, yeah, and people are mad too. Like, well, you're trading them for these prospects, and they're unknown. But let's call these prospects up and screw them up yeah. for a twenty-five percent chance at a player. Like, it, you can't have it both ways. Do you want the players developed, or do you want it? 
take a, a 75% chance of not getting Connor Bedard. <laughs> last, last year's bottom four teams, just to, 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 finish, this, to finish that off. Uh, 61 points for the Flyers. 60 points for the Kraken. 57 for the Coyotes. And 55 for the Canadians. So the Blackhawks with 58 right now. That's that's where they would have been last year. So that's the two that's wins, all they can do. The two wins the Blackhawks have the last 13 games are at Calgary and at Pittsburgh, two teams playing for their playoff life. Yep. Be mad at those two teams and for w- piddling down their legs. And one that missed the playoffs now. Both of them probably. Both of them maybe, the yeah. The Islanders get a point tonight, they're in. So... Put your anger and frustration towards the two teams that were playing for their playoff lives on home ice. Both, you know, the Penguins on a second half of a back-to-back for the Blackhawks, who had lost the night before in heartbreaking fashion, showed up at 3 in the morning, had to play only 11 forwards, and they lose 5-2 to two with their playoff life. Put your frustration towards them. Like, it, it, the Blackhawks are doing everything that they possibly can to put themselves in the best position to still not get Connor Bedard three out of four times, right? Yeah. So, yeah, like it's going to be okay. Look at the the times we do the tanks, the the tank spins. I would say probably far less than we haven't kept track of it, but far less than fifty percent of the time, whatever team is 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 number one in the tank standings. This that we've been doing it far less than fifty percent of the time. The number one team has won it. I'd say I'd say probably less than thirty percent of the time. Probably about twenty five percent of the yeah. time. Probably about yeah. Uh, I probably would say about. if I had to guess, educated guess, <laughs> about twenty five percent of the time they win. Yeah. So look like, uh, any Montreal jumped up or uh, Montreal won from the worst record last year. Um, there's only been two uh, stretches of time where there have been consecutive number one picks. Uh, one by the team with the worst record. It was last year and, and 2021. And then it was, uh, if my memory serves me correctly, 96, it was either 96, 97, 98, or 97, 98, 99. And those are the only times it's been consecutive. Yeah. So, you know, I'm just law of averages. I, I really don't think it's going to be a three-peat again. No. So buddy we'll, Jason we'll brings up, he, Jason brings up a good point, saying, "How does Colorado feel about missing on Connor McDavid and instead getting Miko Rantanen in pick ten in twenty fifteen? Pretty good, probably. That's it. Like you're again. I said this the other night. It's not Connor Bedard or nothing, right? Right. It's Anna Fantilli or Leo Carlson or Mafe Mitchkoff or whoever you want to name. Will be number one at, overall in any other draft. Correct. Most other drafts and <laughs> the other picks you got for making these trades. Yeah. In the second round, in the third round, in the fourth round, Later and the first you round. have guess what? If you pick three, and you really want Fantilli, you can say to whoever's at two, look, we're going to give you three, and we're going to give you our two first from Tampa to get Fantilli. If you're that, you have all the draft capital in the world you, you want. Could I don't know to if move the team a, a team does it, but I don't you know. could do it. Yeah, but the capital. Ex- no you, one's going to trade out of one. That's not going to happen. No, but if you're hell bent on two or three. And you land at four or five, you can trade into three. You could try. You could trade into two. Two might be tough. Yeah. Three, you can trade. Three, into. you could probably if you talk get four a team or five, into. You it. could talk yeah. a team into trading. Yeah. Look, like like you like we've said, like their their prospect pool has improved dramatically. And if you make all of the all of the picks that you have in this year's draft, you are adding six of the top sixty four players 
in this draft class, which has been spoken about uh, for an entire year about how deep and front-loaded this, this draft class is, you are likely adding at least three, maybe four, quote-unquote, first-round caliber prospects. Yeah. And, and it, it, if Connor, McDay, or Connor Bedard is part of it, fantastic, even better. If Adam Fantilli is part of it, that's wonderful. If they're not, that's still four first-round caliber prospects and six of the top 64 to a, to a prospect class that has improved dramatically. Yes, you need top-end elite superstars to win, to win games consistently, to consistently be in it. But we had a, a question the other, uh, the other day. One of our mailbags was, would you, have, would you rather have one 60-goal score or two 30s? If you have a team of 30 goal scorers, like three or four of them, like you, you have a pretty good, pretty good setup there. Yeah, you have, you have, right. you, you have having a balance of talent and a balance of, of you know guys coming up all at the same time, uh, is is going to do wonders. If you put everything on Connor Bedard's back, like Edmonton did with with McDavid for a long time, it, he's still cup chasing. The LA Kings won a 2014 Stanley Cup. Their leading scorer had 70 points. Yeah. Jeff Carter, so Kopitar had 70. Jeff Carter had 50. Justin Williams, 43. Mike Richards, 41. Drew Doughty, 37. Slava Voinov, Pudwak, 34. Like, you've got depth there. It doesn't always take a superstar. How many of those guys were taken in the top five of the draft? (sighs) That's a good question. Well, I know Doughty was, right? Uh, Doughty was a uh, top five? I don't think so. Kopitar might have been a fourth or fifth pick, wasn't he? he? No, he was... Uh, Doughty really was think? second overall. Okay, so okay. there's one. Yeah. Uh, Kopitar was taken after the Blackhawks took Jack Skilly that draft, if mm. you remember that. He was like seventh or eighth. Tough. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, not many, yeah, not many top three, top four draft picks in the, and, on that Kings team. And we, and we, you know, we've, we've talked about the 2010, 13, and 15 Cup teams. None of them had a guy that scored 40 goals. None of them had a 100-point player. Like, they, they had balance and depth and could you know come at you in in multiple ways uh you look at what the oilers have done with mcdavid it's basically been if you stop their top line and and score a few goals on their you know random goaltender of the year you got a good chance of of knocking them out of a playoff round maybe Uh, yeah 2015 hawks by the way leading scorer was jonathan taves with uh 66 points in 81 games patrick kane got hurt he was on an 86 point pace yeah. And he would have been our leading scorer had he played healthy. You could presume Marion hosts is 60, Brandon Sod 52. Again, it is about quantity. And of course, we're not saying they don't want Connor Bedard because he's no, too good. You absolutely of want him. Of course you want him. But it's not, I think we've been trying to communicate this all year and maybe we haven't done a good enough job somehow. It's not just him. No. And, and to, to say that the Hawks have based this entire rebuild. On a percentage chance of getting Connor Bedard, it's not. It's, they're not paying attention. It's false. It is six picks in the first two it, rounds, and telling you they are not putting all their eggs in the Connor Bedard. And basket. that's a horrible, horrible plan. If you hinge all of your rebuild on one player, that you like go into the draft not even having a guarantee that you're getting that player. Like, if that was Kyle Davidson's plan, he'd be fired the day yeah, after the draft. Yes. If if they didn't get Connor Bedard, see yeah, that draft lottery. To me, that's sure. To me, that's looking ahead to the 2024 free agency class and saying, "Our plan to win the Stanley Cup is to sign Austin Matthews." 
that's a bad plan. Right. Because 31 other teams are going to want Austin Matthews. And maybe you know he's you're in their top five, right? And maybe it's he doesn't still, even hit free agency. Exactly. Like, <laughs> that is a bad calculus. Yeah. But saying, hey, it'd be nice to have the best odds of Connor Bedard if we don't, we're still going to get a really damn good player in the top four. Yeah. Cool. Right? I, I don't know. Whoever I think, the Hawks pick with that first pick, whether it's one, two, three, four, or even five, automatically becomes the best prospect in the system. Yeah. Yeah. Immediately. So it's going to be okay. Like, yes, we all want Connor Bernard. We all want the number one pick. But from day one, the odds have not been in the fa- You know, the odds are against the Hawks for that happening. Yes, they're, now the odds are significantly worse, and that sucks. But it's, it will be okay. When does the Regina Pats' next playoff series start? It is uh, they're done. potentially next season. Exactly. Yeah. They're done. Connor Bernard's been eliminated from the playoffs because it's had, not a one-man sport. He, he had, had 20, 20 points in a seven-game game series, and they lost. And they lost. <laughs> uh, I, I, yeah. And they were, like, the eighth or seventh or eighth seed in their, con- in their conference in the WHL. So it wasn't like the Regina Pats were riding McDavid to, or uh, Bedard to the top of the yeah. standings and first top seed. No. They, they barely, they barely they, made the playoffs. They, the they were... There was chatter of them trading him at the WHL trade deadline, and they were like, oh, no, we need to sell tickets. Like, we need Connor Bedard to, to sell us tickets the rest of the season. Uh, and, yeah, that's, it's, he, he dragged them as far as he could by himself. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the, worst odd, the worst pick the Blackhawks could get right now in the nightmare scenario is sixth. They have a one, in, one out of... The, they have the chance of walking away with one of these players, Connor Bedard, Adam Fantilli, Leo Carlson, Mafe Mitchkov, Will Smith, and uh, Zach Benson. That's who I would say are the top six guys in the, in the draft class right now. You get one of those six guys, and they are immediately the number one prospect in the, in the class. Yep. doesn't matter who it is. They're immediately number one. Yep. And I'm, I'm okay with any of those guys. Yeah. Bring them There's all. Bring stuff them to love about all six of them. And, and as soon as we know May 8th, whatever pick they have, we can start salivating over whoever they're going to they're gonna pick because it's mostly set in stone. One through three, four, five, six, and we'll see with Mishkov, there, yeah. but one of those guys is going to be a Blackhawk. Oh, Absolutely. either way, the future's bright. Yes, the future and when it gets is. bright, Greg, what do we need to do? We need we need to talk to our buddy shirtless dark guy that was just outside. Oh, was he? I missed the, him. The weather is getting nice because he was out there with no shirt and a dart. We need to get him. <laughs> Some the Cubs call on naked man. Okay, out he's there. shirtless. Well, in naked hockey, man. It, no. In hockey, they smoke darts, so he's shirtless. He's dark not guy. fully naked though. Right, he's got pants on, but what he is, his eyeballs are naked, and I worry about his eyeballs. We need to get his eyeballs protected. <laughs> with some polarized sunglasses from Shady Rays. Take on the sun while you're wearing no shirt and smoking your dart with gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered for the warm weather ahead with premium polarized shades at an affordable price. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product that's just as good. Nope, it's even better than any expensive pair any of us have worn durable flames, frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. I love wearing them when I'm, when I'm driving, even if it's not super sunny out. As long as it's daytime, I have them on because the optics are super clear and crisp. Helps me when I'm driving. 
That's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by loss and broken replacements. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, if you drop them right out of the box and break, they told us they will send you a brand new pair. No questions asked. They don't care how you broke them. They will just replace them. Wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they will have your back long after you purchase. And together with their customers, Shady Rays is providing much-needed support to nonprofit partners across the United States through Shady Rays Impact. From building play sets for pediatric cancer patients to providing young adults with MS, the outdoor adventure of a lifetime, Shady Rays is making an impact in your community and others like it now and for years to come. And if you don't love your Shady Rays, exchange for a new pair or return them free of charge within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop. Their team always has your back and your eyes. Exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com, use the promo code CHGO, and you'll get 50% off any order featuring two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. The more you buy, the more you save. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. It's a lot of people, and that's a lot of stars. Mm-hmm. And when shirtless dark guy uh, has a nice night out at the bars and he does become naked dark guy, he's going to want to be able to perform. Different kind of dart. Before he gets that post-coital dart. <laughs> right? When the robe comes off. And the partner arrives upstairs in the, at the fourth floor? I think so. He's going to want to perform. Floor. He wants a better sex life. We want a better sex life. You want a better sex life. God, I hope he's watching. Speaking for Up him. Up to 50% <laughs> of men, including maybe shirtless dart guy, there's a 50-50 chance, have symptoms that get in the way of wanting or enjoying sex. Yes, you want a better sex life, and you are not alone if you're feeling like it could get better, and Roman is here to help. Roman is the digital health clinic for men, addressing a variety of sexual health needs and offering genuine medication that helps achieve and maintain a big old boner. A strong erection, if you will. Roman offers discreet wipes that help you last four times longer in bed. Wow, that's like 12 minutes. like a whole minute. Sure. Wow, (laughs) that's amazing. And men with low T, getting testosterone levels back to normal, can help increase your libido and your boner. Roman offers a testosterone test, which includes lab processing, because without that, it's just a swab somewhere. And if it's appropriate for you, treatment for low testosterone. There are no waiting rooms. There are no hassles. Straightforward digital experience from the comfort of your home or your patio where you smoke. If medication or testing is appropriate, Roman will send it right to your home. Everything arrives in discreet packaging with free two-day shippings, so you're not going to get a box that says Dick Meds. It's going to be a nice, plain box. And some people like a plain box. Some people like a little more decorative box. Either way, Roman can help. No matter how you like your box, Roman. (laughs) That's exactly right. That everyone is covered by Roman. To learn more about how you can achieve your personal sexual health goals, go to ro.co slash chgo to get 20% off your entire order. Your first order. Sorry, that's ro.co slash chgo. Show her your O face with Roman. It's a lot of O's. That is a lot of O's. I wonder I need them. Um, when a shirtless dark guy bought that condo. 
that he imagined that one day he would be the star so be <laughs> of erectile un- dysfunction medicine ad <laughs> for a local sports show. <laughs> he's not out on his balcony shaking his fist at us. Oh, man. he's like, I think he's uh, online having that free online consultant with a doctor with Roman right yeah, He might be. Like, yeah. I sold the hell out of that one, I maybe, gotta say. Maybe, maybe put down the, the darts, too. That would probably help you live a little <laughs> Roman longer. darts? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I like the... Uh, couple questions here in the uh, in the chat this one from nathan asking about uh will smith what do you guys think of will smith he has more points than patrick kane did in his draft year and in my opinion better hands or gabe perot son of uh, yannick perot who has 120 points in 53 games in the same league uh both guys playing for the u.s development league uh or u.s development program uh I really like Will Smith and Gabe per- both of these guys could be available for the Blackhawks depending on where they pick cuz Gabe Perot is going to be in that mid to you know mid mid teens 20s range in the first round um and and I think they're both great forwards uh you can't get enough of them for the Blackhawks at this point because you really just have Lucas Reichel um right now and then you have you have a lot of guys coming coming in the next few years, but adding more to it is going to be helpful, especially because the blue line is kind of getting getting to that point where you're like, I can see the next six guys. Um, so yeah, I think both those guys have a lot of uh, qualities that are are, are going to be beneficial. Will Smith's uh, a little little undersized, but I mean he's still 18; he can grow and physically mature uh, to be a quality center. He's got a high offensive game, uh, high upside in his offensive game. Really, a lot of creativity. Uh, to his game, which is which is awesome. It's kind of like uh, kind of like Nazar, but with a better shot is what I've what I've been uh, what I've been seeing from him. So if they're in the five six, if they're in a in a pick, you know five or six, uh, I would love for Will Smith uh, to end up being a Blackhawk. That's a, a, a totally fine uh, consolation prize there. And yeah, Gabe Perot, he's he's one of the guys that I think with that second first round pick that they have uh, would be would be a good good target for them to go for. Well, you know, if uh, John McDonough was still in charge, they'd definitely draft him because his dad is a sure is a yeah. consultant or a coach for the Hawks and He's uh, the faceoff coach. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I points are nice at the junior level, but I tend to think they could be a little overrated at times, especially depending on what league you're playing in. I mean, if you're if you're a first round, second round, third round talent, you should be lighting up the USHL or the OHL. I mean, just. It doesn't necessarily translate to them being a superstar scorer in the NHL level because it's a good indicator, though. I mean, Dave Bolin finished his last season in the OHL with 130 points in, in 59 games. Yeah, and his career high in the NHL was his rookie season, 47. So, I mean, Mackenzie Entwistle was a point per game guy in the OHL, and mm. you know. He is not a point per game guy, no. well, but he coping. had to change. He had to change his different guys. Yeah, played. different guys change their games. And I'm not yeah. saying that Will Smith is going to be Mackenzie Entwistle or Dave Bolin. And those guys are, are, are special players. But mm-hmm. sometimes, if if you just look at the like point column when you're dealing with draft prospects, sometimes it could lead you into some disappointment. There's been a lot of guys who were scoring machines in juniors, and then. Their fourth liners or career AHLers. Yeah. So just because you have a ton of points in the OHL or WHL doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be a star. Sometimes you have to change the way you play the game to get to the NHL, like Dave Bolin, like Mackenzie Entwistle. They Mackenzie Entwistle had to become a fourth line physical winger if he had wanted any chance to ever play in the NHL. Yeah, he wasn't well, going to try and score his way to the NHL. No, he just wasn't there. Yeah, and you got to give him a pass too after that unfortunate steamroller accident that wiped out his entire family. Yeah. I mean, what do you expect from a guy 
Yeah. He's got to rebuild his he's, whole life after that. You really do. Yeah. Tragic. Tragic. Yeah, uh, let's talk about Mitch Kov a little bit. <coughs> um, was this last week? It feels like a lifetime ago when yeah. the stories about his father, who was missing for two days, and he was found in a yeah, pond. About a week I haven't ago. seen much about it since then. Even before that, know. there was some concern about he's under contract for a few more years in Russia. And then when that contract's up, will he even come to the United States? We don't know what yeah. Russian-American relations will be at that point. Uh, so it is a, he's a risky pick. Now, if his name was, you know, Gordy McHugh and he was from Ontario, he'd be the number two pick probably guaranteed. I think so, yeah. yeah. You know, and that's the question is, I don't think the Hawks are going to take him. I think this draft is too important to take Mitch Cup as their top pick. Now, if he starts sliding down a little bit, and they feel they can trade up and get him, they can maybe do that. Yeah. My question is, how far is he really going to slide? I don't know. I saw Eric say anything, anyone that has, if he's on the board at four, not drafting him as malpractice, I kind of agree with that. Yeah. But it's a, at the same time. It has to be the right team. Every team that has nothing but time. Yeah. Technically, that's the Blackhawks. I mean, their prospect pool is pretty good, yeah. and you've got six more picks. You got six pick. You can wait for him if you if you if you think he's good enough. I'm not sure. I if it's if where the Hawks are at three, I'm not taking Mitchkoff there. I'm going to take Leo Carlson. That's a safer pick. Four. Four. I, yeah. I wouldn't be mad at it. You have I no. Be I, I, you have to, not. It's just it's just scary that you have to entertain the you have to entertain the idea of taking him um, because he's he's that talented. Kalen um, has a good point. He's not sliding past the Capitals if he makes it that far. Probably right. Uh, sure, yeah. Wherever they end up. Yeah, well, Ovechkin I, I, can make a couple phone calls, and he'll be here next yeah, season. Right. <laughs> yeah, right, right, for sure. Yeah, I mean, if the Blackhawks are at four, man. I, if the Blackhawks are at four, maybe they – Get on. Maybe their phone starts ringing with teams that are at five and six and say, we want to take them, and they consider maybe moving back, getting some extra picks. That could be on the table. But I think – I don't know if the Blackhawks necessarily are in the position to roll the dice that in four years he'll be here, maybe. I think that they want to have a chance at a guy, whoever they take, uh, if they're in the you know fourth or third, third or fourth slot, um, I I, th- I think you want to take a guy who could who could be maybe be here within three seasons or better. Uh, I think that that's that's probably where they where they want to go. And look, if they've if nightmare scenario happens and they fall all the way to six and he's on the board, or you you jump take him, then you take him. Yeah, I I don't think you have any questions there. Um, but at four, it's. I, I think it's just got to be it's got to be the right team, and I I'm, I'm not convinced the Blackhawks are the right team to wait uh, and roll the dice because they've been burned before. So well, I don't know. Eric again brings up a good point. He says any anyone else a team could take at four would take two or three years anyway to become a full time contributor. Just wait for Mitchkov and take advantage of the upside because the thought would be there's two guys in this draft that everyone feels are NHL ready. Bedard and Fantilli are most likely going to come and start their NHL careers next year. Potentially, yeah. Bedard for sure. Fantilli, 80%, 85%, somewhere along the lines I'd there. I'd say it's likely that he'll, he'll yeah. play. Unless yeah. he really, really struggles in training camps and in preseason <laughs> games, I think the odds are very high that he... Yeah, we'll I don't think he'd be able to be in, in preseason games, though. Right? 
he'd have to go back to he'd have to be already back at Michigan by that time. Because well, school starts. Didn't some Hawks college players play in preseason this year? Maybe not. I don't think so. I must be thinking of prospects camp. Well, either prospect way. camp, yeah. But tra- training camp, none in, of the college you'll guys are in training camp, camp if he's struggling, right? Because it will stand out. Yeah, but then you're then you're kind of stuck with him because he what can't are, go anywhere else <coughs> if he leaves college. What are refresh my memory? What are the the, the conditions? For the Toronto and the Rangers picks, are any of them for first round this year? They're both next year, right? It's, if my memory serves me, it is a, uh, the, I think it's the Toronto one becomes a, goes from like a second to a first, but I think it's 2025. I think that's right. And the Rangers. And then the Rangers one, it goes from like a third to a second or something like that okay. in, in 2024. Or something like that, or third to a first. Okay. I can't. I can't remember. It was, it was very convoluted. The whole, the whole thing. Uh, yeah. Um, so I mean, I'm just thinking if. Uh, all right. Let's see what happens here. Uh, second round pick can turn into a first round pick if the Rangers make the con- conference finals, but it's for either 2024 or 2025. So I just okay. couldn't remember yeah. if. Uh, you couldn't if there was a chance for them to get a third first round pick this year, yeah. and if that was the case, then maybe you you roll the dice on Mitch Koff at three or four, knowing you've got two more first round picks. Sure, but you only have the one. But if the Hawks take Mitch Koff, third, fourth, fifth. I I, I won't be angry, as Eric said. It's a good point. Like you're probably going to wait T- two or three years anyway. Sure. And yeah, and there's a chance that he may never come. Sure, and there's a chance that Zach Benson could be a complete bust and never play in the NHL too. So yeah, I mean, the odds are against each, that. Each, but uh, yeah, each pick is a, is a roll of the dice to a certain degree. Right. Yes. So I would I wouldn't be angry at it. I don't think I think <coughs> excuse me. The sense I get from Kyle Davidson is that he likes putting his money on more of the sure things. He yeah. likes, I don't think he's a gunslinger, you know, shoot from the hip, risk-taking GM, at least not at this point in his career. I think knowing that how important that pick is, he probably wants to make the safer decision. Yeah. But he's also shown that he is listening to his scouting staff and his assistants, and if they're all screaming at him, you have to take Mitchkoff, then he'll I take Mitchkoff. I think he'll Mitch listen, Koff. yeah. And I, I think one thing that we're seeing – uh, from last year's draft class and, and what I think has been beneficial is the Blackhawks uh, development staff being able to be very hands-on. Um, all but one of their picks last year were all North American. And I think the chance of, you know, your best prospects playing in Russia in a league that doesn't value other teams' prospects that's also a gamble. That that that's also something to uh, to kind of take into consideration because in, in you look at it, you look at the skills that he has, uh, Mitchkov, and he was on one, he's was part of one of the top teams in, in the in the KHL with uh, St. Petersburg, and they weren't gonna they weren't playing him because he's you know seventeen years old, and they don't care about playing young guys. They care about playing the veterans to win games and win. Uh, the KHL Cup. I forget what it's called. The Gargan, Gagarin, something like that. It's named after an astronaut. So he had to. So he had to go to a a lower tier league, and then eventually to a lower tier KHL team, and then was lighting it up 
as as a, a teenager in that in in the KHL with uh, I think it was Sochi he was with. So yeah, and it was so, Sochi with twenty points in twenty seven games. Yeah. So do you want your prospect to have to play in the Russian minor leagues because he's a prospect for another team and his his uh, parent club is not going to play him because they don't care about developing him. I, I I don't think that that is something that Kyle Davidson, at, at least from what we've observed of him and and the development staff and and how the Blackhawks have been handling prospects. I don't think that that's something that they that really meshes with what they want to do. But again, it yeah for a player like him, maybe it's worth it. I, I don't know. It's, it's it's hard. It's hard to glean. I'm glad too I don't. I don't have to make this yeah. decision. After one Davidson draft, I think it's hard to glean too much because I mean Renzel was a risk, but again, it was kind of it was a, a third it was the third round first round third pick. first round pick. Yeah, yeah. Pick. So you can take that risk. I think you're right, and your point about having your hands on scouts and and uh, you know development people that's spot on because they want to have hands in the development without meddling right right we heard it from Ralston. we heard it from the all the guys in the thunderbirds uh, they they all said like yeah we hear from them we get tips but they're not like in our faces all the time mm-hmm. trying to interfere with what our coaches are teaching us but they're always there if mitchkov is off in sochi maybe they don't talk to him for months at a time you know what i mean like it's yeah I could see that not being something that is very that is tempting to the Hawks. They can send Scott Powers over; he can keep tabs on. Yeah, he'll do it. He's, yeah, he's <laughs> done stuff like that I, before. I, it's just it is such an important pick. We have been aiming towards this day for the better part of eighteen months, since maybe we, more since we launched. Yeah, like seriously, it's been it has been the number one focus, knowing that this could be the draft that turns the fortunes of the franchise, and that could happen. Between one and five, make no mistake, right? It doesn't have to be one or two. It would help. Mm-hmm. But either way, they're going to get their top prospect, like you said earlier, Greg. I just don't think you could take your chances on lottery balls. I don't think he's willing to take a 0% chance. You know, there is a chance that he never plays here. Yep. There's a chance that Mitchkov never comes to the NHL. I Maybe San Jose is comfortable with that. Maybe Columbus is comfortable with that because they've got some NHL talent. Right. You know, I do they? Well, <laughs> theoretically. In theory. I mean, should. I I don't know. If they pick him, I'm gonna be excited about it. But you talk about the anxiety about the draft lottery and the draft, it's gonna be three, four years of anxiety wondering is he or is he not going right. to come? And it's yeah. going to be topic number one on this show yeah. for the foreseeable future. It's Okay, so don't don't take them. <laughs> <laughs> I changed my mind. Don't take them. I yeah. don't want to deal with that. Yeah, always having that kind of uh, in the back of your mind, being like, "Okay, Mitchkov's our best guy. Who knows if we'll ever see him play?" Like yeah. that would be well, and, that'd and, be hard. And Jason says Kaprizov came over. How does Minnesota feel about that pick? It was, it was a different time and place politically. Was also a fifth round pick. It was a fifth round pick. Was it? And remember, he disappeared this summer. Yeah, they couldn't find him this summer. Mm, like. Yeah. Things are not great. Yeah. You, if if Mitchkoff is there in the fourth round, you absolutely do it. <laughs> yes. Because there's no, there's no, it's, that's all reward, no yeah. risk. You don't, Kaprizov wasn't picked third overall. No. He was picked yes. 100 and, and something overall. Artemi Panarin was never drafted. He was never drafted, no. So, the, you know, players, uh, Russian players, it's, 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 it's different. So you got you to gotta understand, you know, uh, what you're, kind of getting into when you when you go into the in, into that market and, and with with 
with those kinds of prospects. And, and look, there's a lot of talented players for sure that, you know, either never come over or, you know, they spend seven professional seasons in Russia before they come over and, and you know, uh, look at um, Kuzmenko with, uh, with, yeah. with, with Vancouver. Yeah. You know, another guy who, who became a, a top player in Russia and then came over who's, as a who's the mid-20s guy. guy and who's the guy from Vegas their first year? Um, the Vegas' his first year? Uh, he was supposed to be the, the, the hot shit talent, top Russian guy. Finally came over. And then, like, they played him, like, one game and tried to send him to the Wolves. And then they ended up trading him. Who was that Was guy? it, um... Mm. Stand by. I'll find Goose, it. Gusev? No. What was her first year? 2017-18. He played a couple games for them. He was supposed to be the... the, the, the nah. uh, sh- uh, sh- uh, sh- That's it. Sh- sh- Shipachev. Sh- yeah, yeah. That guy. Shipachev. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, so he was supposed to be a, a no... Uh, no doubter. No doubter. He was a stud in the KHL, and then and still is Vegas. But he's in the brought, KHL right, again. <laughs> Vegas brought him here, and we're like, well, you know, we somehow managed to screw up our salary cap before we even played a game, so we don't have the room for you. How about you go to Rosemont, Illinois? And he's like, nope. How about you send me the f back to Russia? Yeah. Well, I mean, too, it's a, it's also a culture shock where these kids are like, oh, I, I'm not into this. You know, I'm not. I, I'm Russia yeah, and America are very different. It's a, <laughs> it's a, it's a transition. Yeah, for sure. So I, yeah, I think, I think there's, there's, there's definitely merit to taking him for sure. Um, I just think it's, it's, it's a big roll of the dice. So uh, I, I, I wonder if there's any other movement that they make on draft day, depending on where they land. Like if they have the fourth pick, do they trade, you know, uh, a future first, one of the future firsts that they have in their back pocket to get back into this year's first round and be like, well, now we have three first round picks and one of them can maybe be the gamble on Mitchkov. And then you take, you know, two guys in the, in the teens or twenties or something like that. And, and kind of roll with that. I, I don't know. I, I think the best case scenario is on May 8th, either get the first or second pick and we don't have to worry about anything at all. No, <laughs> That'd be great. There's no anxiety. There's no stress. It's, it's totally fine. Then yeah. we, we'll be like, okay, Connor Bernard or Adam Fantilli, and then we'll focus on the rest of the draft after it. Yep, like, that would be great. That would be wonderful. Yeah. One or two would be just freaking fantastic. Yep. Would make the next uh, eight weeks, nine weeks after that go by smoothly. Um, here's the thing. With, like Mitchkoff, the Hawks, say the Hawks pick fourth and they get Mitchkoff. There's going to be a lot of backlash on that. There's going to be a lot of people screaming, "How oh, could you do that?" Or if you pass on Mitchkov, oh, probably yeah. a lot of the same people screaming, "How do you yeah. pass on him?" Like, yeah. But as we've learned, um, Cal Davidson doesn't care about no public no. backlash about anything. He's he's made some very unpopular moves already in the sake of building a true Stanley Cup contender, and that's all I want out of my GM. Yep. Yeah. A guy with a plan and some stones usually goes far. Yeah. yeah. And I've, again, I've yet to hear of a better plan. We got a lot of people, the same people oh, yeah. on our Twitter and on our chat saying, same couple this is counts. the wrong thing to do. It's like, feel free to present an alternative. Mm-hmm. Well, they shouldn't have done this net. What should they Sign do better players. instead right now? No one's got an answer Dra- for it. Draft better. Yeah. Be better. There you go. Yeah, that's the plan. Hey, uh, if you want to be better at golf, uh, I don't know if pins and aces apparel will make you play better, but you're going to look better. 
Pins and Aces is the official golf apparel partner of not only us here at CHGO, but the All City Network. They are the presenting sponsor of the Big Drive Energy Golf Podcast. We love ourselves our Pins and Aces gear. They are a family-owned golf and apparel business, so you got to love that. Making amazing polos, hats, golf bags that can be customizable. And, Jay, it's on its way. Yes, just, sir. Just for you beef especially. Sleeve. The beer slash beef sleeve. The innovative product that allows you to store seven beers right inside your golf bag and keep them cold the entire round. They could be beers, like our Goose Island beers. They could be sparkling waters. They could be cans of soda, cans of juice. And once it's here, Three we will test the beer sleeve as a beef sleeve and see what happens in the name of science. What is, what is the, like, what's the, Steven, you're our sandwich expert. You're our Jared from Subway. All right. Free. Oh, Let's hope these. not. <laughs> God. <laughs> you're our, you're our uh, who's, who's the, the guy from Everybody Loves Raymond with Jimmy Johns? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Brad yeah. Garrett. Brad Garrett. You're our That's Br- much better. Brad Garrett. Right. Oh, yeah. well, as Danny, far as we know. Danny as far as we know. Danny DeVito with uh, Jersey there you go. Mike. You're there you go. You're our Danny DeVito. You're our Danny DeVito. That's better. You're much better than Jared. If we go get, there's an Al's Beef right on Taylor Street. If I bring three Al's Beefs here, throw them in the beef sleeve, how long do we need to test if they stay warm in the beef sleeve to prove the theory correct? I say at least three hours. Three hours. Yeah, three least, hours. It's, it's got. Yeah, I mean, a beef can get cold in. But then when does it turn? If you're storing beefs into a, a beef sleeve, if we will, an insulated. I would. Sleeve. I would want it to last at least for a long car ride or uh, maybe a round of golf. A round of golf will take you four hours. Yeah. I'm saying if I was to bring sandwich, like let's say there's a. I live in Homewood. There's a great sandwich place in Homewood. I want to bring sandwiches for the gang here. I buy them, put them in the beef sleeve, bring them to work. We're talking about an hour, hour 15. Uh, here's what we do. Let's start it at two hours. Next day, get more beefs, go three hours. Next day, get more beefs, go four hours. I like this kind plan. Of experiment. See, we have to have, we just can't say, yeah, it keeps it hot for two hours. Well, I will maybe it keeps it hot for longer. I'll guinea pig it and I will eat it every single day. A week or Until I say, you know what, it's a little spoiled it's now. Beef week. It's beef week. <laughs> Next week. <laughs> once it shows up, we're going to have beef well, we got, week. We got Charlie the bacon guy in the chat who is a chef as well as a, uh, bake, as a, well as a bacon craft bacon dude. Uh, maybe he has some insight on how long a beef can sit out. Before turning yeah. bad, but uh, well, this we'll we'll figure this out in the name of science <laughs> and in the name of pins and aces. But yeah, get yourself uh, a beer slash beef sleeve. Get yourself some of their amazing apparel. Check them out. Pinsandaces.com. Use the promo code CHGO. You're going to get up to fifteen percent off of your first order, and you're going to get free shipping on your order. That's Pinsandaces.com. Promo code CHGO. I got my email this morning. My pins and aces. Um, Lightweight golf hoodie yep. is in the mail, so I, I will be wearing it soon. Too. Quick story. Uh, I won't go into the details, but the Pins and Aces customer service is top-notch, quick, mm-hmm. fast response. I had a little issue with my order I made with them, and they quickly, within minutes, responded and took care of it. So great products and nice. world-class customer service. I got the. Uh, I ordered the beef sleeve. I've got the uh, I've got the little Bluetooth speaker that's magnetic and sticks to your club head. Oh, nice. And I got a Chubbs Peterson hand uh, <laughs> ball marker. <laughs> they got some cool stuff. And they, I got, they got the too. Happy Gilmore Cracker ball marker, too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there, nice. There's nice. a lot of good stuff there. So uh, like check it that. out, pinsandaces.com. It's great stuff. And I see our Cubs crew is here taking in the Cubs game. They're watching Marquee Sports Network. And if you are a cord cutter, you have one option. 
for Marquee Sports Network. And guess what? You're in luck because it's Fubo TV, and Fubo TV is the best damn streaming service out there. It's what I use each and every day at my home, on my laptop, on my phone, wherever I want to. 140 live channels of sports, shows, movies, and news. You can stream live TV from any device. We are watching Columbus and uh, uh, who they lose? Who they play last night? Flyers. The Flyers, Flyers. last night. We were watching uh, the Cubs game uh, at the UC Press Box the other night. You can watch the most Chicago sports for the lowest price. Start watching immediately with a seven-day free trial. There's no contract. There's no cable. There's no hassle. Just sign up and start watching, and you get 1,000 hours of cloud DVR included at no extra charge. Like I said, you can watch your local teams while traveling. Watch the Cubs on Marquee. Watch the Hawks on NBC Sports Chicago with Fubo TV. Use the link in our description to sign up for 15% off your first month of Fubo Pro. <laughs> Go to FuboTV.com slash CHGO. That's F-U-B-O-T-V.com slash CHGO. And use that link in our description for 15% off your first month of Fubo Pro. Very cool. It's good Love stuff. It. Yeah. Somebody you also see uh, on our tabletop here, we haven't mentioned it, we've got our die hard uh box mm-hmm. for chgo diehards if you've not become a chgo diehard yet uh there's there's never really been a better time we are fully stocked on all of our merch we've got new hawks designs we've got new cubs and white Sox designs for the new season this is the box you'll get if you're a diehard you get that sticker these are, these sheet the stickers the shirt of your choice or a hat of your choice you get a membership card, card. it is really a sweet looking oh, package yeah. Speaking of Roman, and uh, get one. And boxes. Become a diehard. Allchgo.com. Uh, support us. We would greatly appreciate that. And speaking of that, uh, if you want to head there right now or when the show is over, I wrote my farewell letter to Jonathan Taves for my Blackhawks beat piece today. Um, it was kind of. We haven't even talked about that. Tougher to write <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, we haven't. I feel like tomorrow is going to be a lot about Taves. We got all day. And tomorrow. Friday is going to be a lot about Taves. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I wrote my farewell letter to Jonathan Taves just in case, uh, and I, I posted a photo. I don't know if you can call it up. I, I didn't give Stephen any warning on this. Uh, there's a photo in there of my daughter uh, reading a book to her stuffed to Jonathan Taves. I'll, I'll, here, I'll, I'll put this in the... Uh, that's I'll cute. put this in the Slack, and you can pull oh it Oh, my gosh. Oh, there it is. What yeah. a picture. Yeah, so uh, Addie would uh, read to her Jonathan Taves doll every night as a kid. Addie was born... Uh, after Dustin Bufflin uh, beat the Sharks in Game Three of the Western Conference Final, nice. that's the she was born at 3 a.m. the morning of the 22nd. She was there when they raised the banner. She <laughs> slept through the anthem. Nice. Uh, we have a video of her asleep on Hope's shoulder, uh, and I kind of write about like the parallels of Taves's career and the Hawks' success with her, and and how it's always sort of been connected. And I always used to. Th- there's two things I used to think. When I saw those rookie pictures of Jonathan Taves and Patrick Kane, like, what are these guys going to look like when they're grizzled veterans? <sighs> yeah. You know, like, it's, you, you look at, like, the Isermans and the guys who are ending their career, like Joe Sackick, when they were coming in. And I used to think, looking at Addie as a kid, what is she going to look like when she's an adult? And now I know both. Yeah. You know, it's, it's it, I don't know, it was kind of a weird, and I didn't really know which way I wanted to go with it. I just kind of typed, you know, Dear Jonathan Taves. And just kind of let just it fly. Let it go. Yeah. So hopefully it. Uh, hopefully you enjoy it. But it's at allchgo.com. It's awesome. Because um, I mean, very good chance that he's played his last game in Chicago or maybe forever. So yeah, yeah. And and you know, peel back the curtain a little bit. Uh, we won't hear from Jonathan Taze until after Friday uh, t- uh, tomorrow's game. Uh, no uh, no morning skate before tomorrow. Um, 
so yeah, it, it'll be uh, it'll be very interesting to see uh, what he has to say um, after the game. Um, probably also on Friday as well yep. on uh, on exit day. Yeah, it's. I mean, I I, I expect the atmosphere to be uh, pretty special tomorrow night with uh, with with the way that uh, you know things have gone and kind of this this final uh, final point of the season. Jonathan Tazes, I I think you can. You can start writing it down in ink. Last game as a Blackhawk, um, it'll be it'll be interesting. It's it's definitely a marker of of the passage of time. Um, it's weird. It's really weird. It's just the 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 amount of time that that we all have and I'm, everyone has that's that's here that's invested in this team, uh, especially in the last fifteen to twenty years. Uh, it's been wrapped up in, in guys like Jonathan Taze and, and Patrick Kane, and they're the last two to uh, you know see the ice as Blackhawks with uh, with with this run, and it's kind of fitting that that Taze as the captain is the is the last one left, and I know in the last three years things have been difficult with with his career uh, on and off the ice. There's definitely not any um, you know sweeping that under the rug or anything. We we criticized him uh, for for you know ways that he could have been maybe a little bit better as a, as a leader in the in the locker room and um, but I, I think you know as 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 a totality of his legacy it's going to be very interesting to see uh, tomorrow's kind of final final sentences in the final chapter uh, written and then see what see what uh, what comes of it after that. Yeah, it's gonna be a weird night with yeah. most likely Jonathan Taves' final game, at least for the Blackhawks. So you're gonna have that energy in the building, and then, of course, the scenarios we talked about to start the show, like yeah, when beating the Flyers tomorrow night would be a really bad idea. Um, so you're gonna have to like you're gonna have people who are gonna be struggling. Like I want to see Jonathan Taves. I want to see him have that moment of glory as he rides into the sunset, but can you do it in a loss? I hope it's four to two flyers and Taze scores both goals. I'm for it. I'm uh, down with that. Yeah. Um, How about it? I'm for Jonathan Taves scoring as many goals as he's want, as long as it's one less than the flyers. As the team <laughs> yeah. does. Eight to nine. I'm for it for the flyers. <laughs> I'm for it. Um, yeah. It's going to be uh, a busy couple of days for us tomorrow morning. Kyle Davidson's going to meet with the media. We'll be there for that bright and early. 9 a.m. and then uh, then we got the game tomorrow night's post game show is going to be delayed. We're not going to be on right after yep. the game as we usually are. We are breaking uh, our since it's the uh, last game of the year. System. The, the three of us are going to stay for the whole game and hit post game and then come here. So look for that about 30 minutes after the game. We'll be on the air, but we'll be ready to walk in the building and start talking about Jonathan Taves the second we get here. So yep. a little later post-game than usual. And then Friday, as Mario mentioned, is exit interview day for the Hawks. They're taking their year-end physicals, and we're going to have uh, media opportunities with most of the team. Uh, so that's going to be starting at like 10 a.m. We're going to be on at our usual 2.30 slot. And then uh, we'll, uh, we'll hopefully have a lot change. of uh, audio, video clips. Um for you so tomorrow could be like a we love Jonathan Taves slash clip show of uh, all the guys yeah. we get to talk to so it's gonna be a busy couple of days 
And then it's right into the off season. Just because the Blackhawks season ends tomorrow night, we're not going anywhere. We're still going to be here five days a week. Um, Young Dangle God owes us a dollar. Oh, yes, he does. Yes, that's a dollar. <laughs> you need ninety-nine cent super chat. Throw it in the um, resigned caner jar. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we are uh, back at it next week. We're not going anywhere. Right in the off-season mode. Off-season mode. Uh, Two p.m. appears to be our normal time yep. slot for the off-season. Yep. So Monday through Fridays, two p.m. And sure. then uh, yeah, we're gonna talk Stanley Cup playoffs. We're gonna talk draft. Lots of draft. And then September. The Blackhawks September will give will us news. Yes. <laughs> September they always will do. Be, September will be <laughs> yeah. here before we know it. Yeah. Can't wait. It was last year, this time, we we're like, what are we going to talk about all summer? And then it was like, holy crap, training camp starts tomorrow. Well, we had our Johnson draft. Don't forget that. Hey, yeah. Sponsored Johnson by Roman draft. this year, maybe. Yes, maybe. Oh, nice. He's, um, do there we go. Love there it. it is. All right. <laughs> Thank you, <laughs> <old> God. <laughs> he paid nice. his 99 cents. That's the guy Thank who you. follows the rules. There you go. Exactly. All right, a little another thing about tomorrow. Three o'clock tomorrow, I'm going to be on the CHGO Sports Show. Uh, the main topic will be probably Jonathan Taves. Taylor so I'll Radish. be doing a special show there as well. <laughs> if you want to check that out, it's my first time on that show. I'm excited about it. It'll be fun. So right here uh, at CHGO Sports at three it's o'clock. Not my show, but I'm on that show. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. All right, before we wrap up, want to remind you, it is NBA playoff time. That means big hoops action with DraftKings Sportsbook, Tonight. an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Bulls and Raptors tonight get in on the excitement of every game with the touch of a button. New customers, you can make a $5 pregame money line bet and score $150 in bonus bets if your team wins. Plus, everyone can score a no-sweat NBA same-game parlay every day during the playoffs. Open the DraftKings Sportsbook app, opt in, and place a same-game parlay on any NBA game. If it doesn't hit, you'll get a bonus bet back up to $10. Now, DraftKings wants me to give you an NBA bet. I'm not going to do that because I don't know shit about the NBA. So I'm going to give you a hockey bet. How about that? Here's a parlay for tonight. The San Jose Sharks uh, at the Calgary Flames. I've got the Sharks on the money line and a Nazem Kadri anytime goal scorer. That's plus 800. A $5 bet wins you 45. There is my uh, parlay, my same game parlay for you. So if you want to play that, do it. If you wanted basketball, find someone smarter. Download the app now and sign up with code CHGO. Like we said, new customers can make a $5 pregame money line bet and score $150 in bonus bets if their team wins only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code CHGO. All right, here we go. Whew. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Massachusetts, call 800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org. In New York, call 8778 877-8- Hope NY or text Hope NY or Hopney 467-369. In Kansas City, call 1-800-522-4700. Not Kansas City, Kansas. In Kansas, call 800-522-4700. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Woo. There you go. What if I live in Utica, New York? What's the number I got? Uh, that is eight seven seven eight Hope NY. <laughs> Any right. other? Or you could text Hope NY, which is four six seven three sixty nine. Nice. There you go. Nice. Um, should we do a tank spin just for fun? Sure. Let's, why not? Why not? We All talked right, we'll about a lot about Bedard. Let's. All right. Let's see. All right. We got twenty nine likes. We got thirty five likes. We'll do a second one. Be prepared to have your hopes and dreams shattered at yeah. the end of this show now. Yeah. 
All right. right. We'll do uh, we'll see do one. I don't see any likes going up, so. Yeah. All Let's right. Go. One and go. done. That's all we need. Yeah, Come on. One and done. Show on a high note. Look at yeah! Where it been Chicago, San Jose, Woo! Columbus, Anaheim, See, and Montreal. And we didn't even have the best odds, and we still got <laughs> them. So your anxiety is for nothing. After all that. I feel so vindicated. <laughs> after all that, the Hawks win it. Amazing. <laughs> all right. Thank you all for being with Send us. that one oh, to Toronto. Man. We'll talk to you Thursday night for the 82nd postgame show of the year on the CHGO Blackhawks podcast.